Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Do you remember the first time you ever fell in love? It can be such a beautiful, wonderful experience for all of us. It just changes our world and makes us feel so warm and wonderful inside. Love truly towards another person is one of the most exquisite experiences we can have as a human being. And yet, at the same time, it can be one of the most painful, excruciatingly hard, torturous experiences we may ever have. It may even lead to us contemplating and perhaps even taking our own lives when that love ends. William Shakespeare, perhaps one of the greatest playwrights of all times, wrote a beautiful play called Romeo and Juliet. I'm sure we've all seen it, read it, or even heard of it. But the passionate, intense love between these two lovers, Romeo and Juliet, ends in tragedy for so many reasons. But one of them is just the pain. The pain of the relationship not being able to go forward. Relationships can be so hard when they end. So in today's podcast, we want to explore, are there ways to maintain our sense of peace and even happiness when romantic love ends? And Shakespeare had it right. The leading cause of suicide among teenagers is when romantic love ends. But even if we don't contemplate suicide, it can be so challenging when that person that we thought we were going to spend our lives with isn't there anymore. They changed, so we ended the relationship. Or they decided to end the relationship for a myriad of different reasons. Either case is still very challenging. But why? Why is it so hard? And is there anything that we can do to protect our hearts from this suffering? Do we necessarily have to go through so much pain when our relationships end? Because if we've lived long enough, we may go through several heartbreaks throughout our life. So let's start with why is it so painful? I mean, of course, there are many reasons when relationships end that cause us to suffer, but I believe there are some key things occurring that make it so challenging sometimes and can even lead to death. And it has to do with our expectations. When we fall in love with someone, we deeply enjoy being with them and our joy and our happiness can come from that other person. So when that person leaves, we feel we've lost our happiness. And this is really where the pain and the trouble begins because we're giving our sense of happiness to someone else. And that is always dangerous, whether it be romantic love, whether it be wealth, fame, security. If we put our trust in anything else besides ourselves, the problem we're going to have is that life is impermanent. Life changes. We cannot control what other people do or what happens in life. So because of that, if we look externally for happiness and love, 
There are just too many factors that can affect this external love. There's so many things we just cannot control. Even if we were to meet our true soulmate and we both fell in love equally, we stayed in love equally, we got married and spent our lives together, at some point, most likely, one person will die before the other. And if all our happiness is based upon that other person's love, when they die, our hearts often die with them. I had a neighbor who lost her husband and she was in her early 50s and she really loved her husband. But when he died, that was her life. And I began not to see her at all. She'd just come out once a week in her PJs to pull out the trash. And that's all I'd see her. Barely ever saw her. And within five years, she was dead. She drank herself to death because she just couldn't live without the love of her husband. It can sound romantic, but it's also incredibly tragic. This woman had so many years ahead of her, but because her happiness was based upon her love of her husband's, when he died, she gave up on life and slowly died with him. And my guess is, if we're listening to this podcast, we want tools to, one, if we are going through a breakup right now, to be able to heal or to make sure that our life goes well, no matter what happens, even when romantic love ends. So the remainder of this podcast, let's talk about how do we do that? How do we maintain our sense of peace and happiness, even in the face of romantic love ending? Well, the most important thing we need to realize is that joy, that happiness that we're looking for really can't come externally. I mean, external things can add to it, like watching a sunset can be a beautiful experience. But the joy and happiness that we're looking for resides inside of us. We are in control of it. Things add to our happiness. They embellish it, but they don't make us happy. We take our happiness with us. And the way we do that is seeing life as a beautiful banquet. Each morning we wake up and we know there's going to be different adventures, different things that we're going to see and experience, and we're glad for them. But we don't hang on to them because we know tomorrow they may not be there. Because life changes. The sunset we saw today may not be there tomorrow because the clouds may be obscuring it. It doesn't make our day any worse. It just means we'll find something else to do instead of watching the sunset. And life is like that. In regards to romantic love, life is probably going to sooner or later bring someone, whether for a day or for a lifetime, that we are going to love deeply. But each day is a gift. And it isn't something that we can grasp. It is something that we can enjoy, like a beautiful meal, like the smell of a rose. But we don't grasp that smell. We don't try to hang on to that food. We let it go. And love is like that. We're so thankful for that person being in our lives today. But we know that tomorrow they may not be here. So we really do celebrate them today. And if tomorrow they're not here, 
we'll be sad, but we realize that there's other things that will come our way again. Now, sometimes we do get to stay with a person a very long time, but we just don't know. And realizing that that is how life works allows us to love deeply, but without attachments, realizing that the love we experience from others may change. And that's okay because that's how life works. Today, you may be here. Tomorrow, we may not be together. That's just how life works. And I think the beautiful thing about this is it really helps us to love better. I mean, when we take things for granted, we often don't love them nearly as much as when we realize this other person is a gift. And we don't know if they'll be there tomorrow. So if this truly were our last day with them, we would love them ever so deeply. We would. We all know people that their spouse, their love partner, has been diagnosed with an illness, a terminal illness. And the love between this couple is so deep and so expressive because they know their time together is limited. Yet why don't we all live that way? Being so thankful for the person that we have in our lives that we so deeply love. Knowing that there's no way this can last forever. So deeply appreciating the other person for being in our lives right now. Mainly we suffer because we're looking for our happiness from this other person. Our happiness can never come from others. It comes from us, from living life well, one day at a time, accepting what is, loving what is, and what is sometimes means change. That someday this person may be in my life and it may be wonderful, and some other day they may not be in my life. And that still can be wonderful if we realize that the locus of control when it comes to happiness, is within my hands. If I give it to someone else and say, I'm only going to be happy if you're here, then we're going to suffer. Because even if they don't leave, when they come home late one night, or if we get in a fight, then those fears begin to creep in. The fear of it ending. But if we're not fearful, if we're thankful for the beautiful person being in our lives right now, realizing tomorrow, they may not be there, then we'll find that that love will be far more stable, it'll be far less afraid, and it won't have the potential to cause us suffering when it ends. So let's say right now, we are going through a breakup, and it is very painful. I know we need to grieve when love ends, of course, but the big question we want to ask ourselves is, why am I suffering this much? Perhaps this ending of this love is something that could teach me about me. Am I perhaps looking for happiness from others where I really need to look for it within myself? So if I'm suffering right now from a breakup, I think it could be a great learning tool. And we could say, okay, why am I putting stock in this other person? Why do I believe that my happiness is contingent upon this other person. Because even if I think that's true, 
I am going to suffer. And I don't want to suffer. I want to find peace and happiness in my life. And the only way I'm going to do that is by changing this behavior. This behavior that I think I need this other person to be happy. That is not true. We don't need others to be happy. Other people are like gifts, but not gifts that we possess. Gifts that we're given to enjoy that day. It's like if we like chocolate, because I really like chocolate, we would enjoy it when we eat it, but we wouldn't want to possess chocolate. We wouldn't want to say, I need chocolate to be happy. We're just glad we have chocolate that day. I mean, if for some reason chocolate got taken away and we couldn't have it anymore, let's say we developed an allergy to it, we'd find other foods that we would enjoy and we would enjoy them. Could you imagine someone committing suicide because they couldn't have chocolate anymore? I mean, I know that sounds silly, but in many ways, love is like that. Love is a gift that we're given, but it's never permanent, never. It will change. If we live long enough, one of us is going to die first, most likely. And if we've lived long enough, we've known that. We've been in relationships that have ended. And with time, our hearts got better. But they can get better so much more quickly if we stop being so attached to the other person and we begin to see our relationship with them as a gift, a gift we're given. And we enjoy that gift when we have it. But we find that there's so many other things that we enjoy in life when that person isn't there. That's really the key of life. It's being a connoisseur, a true passionate lover of life, not one thing of life. If we only love the smell of roses, again, another one of my passions, then if there's no roses, that's okay because there's so many other flowers we can smell. Life is like that. We may deeply love this person, but if they're not there, that's okay. We'll find other things that we can do for that love of life. We'll get together with our friends more. We'll perhaps adopt an animal. Or we'll probably fall in love again. But when we're suffering, we do need to ask ourselves, why? What stories am I creating that are causing me to suffer? And that's what we look at. Because the stories we're creating are the ones that are causing us to suffer. And they're just not true. I mean, we may feel they're true at the time, but the teenagers that kill themselves because they think their life is over because they've lost love. As an adult, we all know that's not true. But if they're hearing that story, then their hearts will go down that route and they may commit suicide. It's the same with us. If right now we've lost love and we're creating stories that our lives are over, that I'll never find love again, that I'm not going to be happy, we will suffer. But those stories are not true. So we have to challenge these stories. We have to say, okay, life isn't permanent. My happiness is never based upon one person, one thing. This thing has changed. I will now adjust to this change and find other things in life because life is so replete with things that can bring me joy and I will focus on them. 
today this person isn't in my life and I will grieve that loss. But I also know that happiness comes from so many sources and never can it be placed in one source or I will suffer. And I don't want to suffer anymore. I want to find joy and happiness in life. So I'm going to not dwell on just this loss. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to do things. I'm going to connect with people. I'm going to find other things that I can focus on and find joy and pleasure with. And what we'll discover with time, the pain that we experience will become less. The suffering we think that will be there forever will end. And we'll find that life is a beautiful banquet. And when love comes again, we'll be careful not to be so attached. And the way we'll do that is realizing that that love that we have is a gift today. And that gift may go. So I'm just thankful today for having it. And I'll make sure that I don't put all my energy into that gift. Instead, I'll find balance in my life by enjoying my friends, by doing things with lots of people, and by just finding pleasure in the multitude of things in life that life has given me. And never put all my energy into one person because that is a path of suffering and I choose the path of happiness. Thank you for joining me on the happiness podcast. If you are finding these episodes helpful, I would love for you to share your experience with others. The easiest way for new people to listen to this podcast is just refer them to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. Or if you want to do more and leave a review, on that site, you'll find a Yelp link, a Google Plus link, a testimonial link, or perhaps even the site you're listening to this podcast on. Often you can leave reviews there too. The reviews are an awesome way to encourage people to start listening to the Happiness Podcast. And until next time, accept what is Love what is. Do you ever wonder why some companies do so well, grow, and just seem to keep coming up with great ideas and keep expanding? While other companies are permeated with negativity, lawsuits, employee turnover, and just overall unhappiness in the workplace. Whichever corporate camp you find yourself in, or somewhere in between, the key to any company's ongoing success is to invest in and help their employees perform at their peak performance. There are very clear and specific things that people can do to perform well at work and in life in general. This is the focus of my podcast, and it's also the focus of my work. Being at the cutting edge of any market is sustained through investment, investment in training employees how to perform well. But sustained growth and productivity require specific psychological tools in order to continue to perform at peak levels. This is where I can help. I've been studying peak performance for over 30 years now, helping people all over the world. And there are very specific things that have to be maintained in order to sustain this level of performance. When companies invest in their employees, their employees are invested in them. 
Unfortunately, it's quite common for companies to be doing exceptionally well in the marketplace, but for unknown reasons, key employees make poor choices, leave the company, or start struggling in coping with stress-related illnesses. Companies that do well know their business really well, but human behavior works in mysterious ways unless you've been trained to understand the causes and cures of underperformance. If you're a forward-thinking company, perhaps it's time to think about giving your employees skills that may really help them perform well at work and throughout their lives. If you work for or manage a company and you're ready to learn the skills in order to survive and thrive in any market, in any conditions, or in life in general, I'd love to help. These are the skills I've learned. These are the ones I'd love to bring to your company. True lasting success has to be seen from a broader perspective, not just monetary. And if you're ready to bring about these changes, that's where I can help. To learn more, go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. And whether we're at the doorstep of retirement or have many years to go, may we always be growing and be developing our skills not only as successful employees, but as successful human beings.